Now, back to the Mulberry Lane Show on the Mighty 1290. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana. Once again, here's Mulberry Lane. Welcome back to the Mulberry Lane Show, where they call their music Sparkle Rock. They are two sisters touring the world with their music, which has reached 24 on the Billboard AC charts. They've been heard on 90210, CSI New York, The Hills, and have been tweeted about by Miley Cyrus and Godier. Their name is Carmina. They're two sisters and you need to get to know their music. We've got Camille and Kelly. Their band is Carmina and they're on our show. Their band is Carmina and they're on our show. Welcome to our sister show, Kelly and Camille. Woo! Hello, hello. That was awesome. Oh, thanks. It's great to connect with you guys. Now, you guys are both classically trained musicians and vocalists, and you started studying at music conservatories when you were little, and you both have music degrees. So is education always stress for you guys when you were growing up? Yes, yes, most definitely. I think actually it was our parents who heard horror stories about musicians and how they didn't go to college or didn't follow through with school. And their one wish was that they had because it would ground them even through a guy music career. And it actually deepened our songwriting to go into college and kind of like ballet for dance. Once you get that solid foundation, you can do a lot more in any genre. You can go anywhere think- with it. And that's so funny because we were brought it very similarly too. We were told that we had to get our degrees if we were going to pursue this business. Right. <laughs> okay, now tell us who sings what and how you guys write together. You know, we harmonize, as you probably know, over most everything. And Camille will usually sing higher soaring parts because she has that voice that can sing any freaking thing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's both for, for us. <laughs> and I'll take a lower harmony part because my voice usually blends well at that point. But it's always what the song calls for. We try to be as honest and real with the music as possible because otherwise it's just not going to sound as good. And as far as writing, too, that also depends. I think our favorite songs are ones that we write together, uh-huh. but we also write separately. It tends to be, too, though, that our co-writes are usually the most successful songs that we do, but that's usually how it goes. You know, that is so interesting because we feel the same way. Even if one of us starts a song and brings it to the other sisters, everybody makes it better. And it's more fun, I think, for everyone to sing when you feel that you contributed to it also. Yes. It's just there's a lot of excitement when you put mutual creative buzzes together. And as you know, as sisters, growing up, you telepathically and automatically tend towards the same things that make each other excited. So if you're searching for a musical melodic idea and you can't find it, your sister's songwriting partner could be the one that fulfills that musical void. And then it's like, oh my God, that was the most amazing musical moment. Yeah. And I think as sisters, not only do you have similar singing voices, but you have similar writing voices. Yeah, that's true. So now how do you settle creative disagreements? If one of you really feels passionately that the song should go in this direction, but someone else is like, nope, nope, I'm just not feeling that. Gosh, it really varies. I think it's just a matter of taking a little breather, and then it's usually the one person who didn't feel as strongly about it will say, you know, okay, that's fine, because I'm not as adamant about the opposite of what you want as, you know, to go for it. Yes, we've done that, too. The passionate sister wins out, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) So we have found that people seem to compare sisters in a band more than they do bandmates who aren't sisters. And so how do you guys deal with it when someone comes up to you after a show and says, your sister is so talented and amazing? (laughs) Well, you know, as far as the comparison thing, you know, Kelly and I have 
we've been very specific about our own identities within the band because, uh-huh. you know, the comparing thing really does happen. And I think if you try to be too similar, it's just kind of like a recipe for disaster. So we try to be our own selves, and I think it really helps because it provides a good contrast within the group. Yeah, and I think also, you know, a lot of sibling bands ultimately want to do their own solo projects, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But Camille and I have never had any interest, mainly because we feel so inspired being creative together. But also, I think we've never felt like we've lacked our own identity in Carmina. We also don't really look alike, so that helps. Yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> but, you know, I've always been supportive of Camille, this is who you are, and I love that color of you. And she's always been supportive of me. Kelly, I love who you are. I love that color of you. So it's been really nice. It's really nice to hear the supportiveness of you guys. And it's so important in this business, too, because it's a tough business. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, you got to really band together because you band together. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what has been a highlight of your journey so far? Um, gosh, we've had so many moments of triumph and so many moments down in the dirt. I hear ya. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice when a sister's there on both sides. Yes, right? <laughs> it's true. Well, last summer we had a pretty extraordinary opportunity to tour flagship Apple stores for two months. And that was really the tour of a lifetime for us. You know, it was kind of that fantasy, you know, what people dream that musicians do, where we frickin' packed our bags, had our instruments on our back, and we traveled all over Europe together and performed for everyone and anyone, you know? Sure, and sure. all over the world. Exactly. <laughs> and we had some hilarious moments on this tour, too. It was uh, pretty fun. Do you have one in particular you'd like to share? Oh, gosh, I sure do. Okay. We were leaving London to go to Scotland. We had to take a bus to the tube, which the tube is the London subway, mm-hmm. to the train. Well, we get on the bus, and I have my suitcase, and she has hers, and we have our instruments. And we were so exhausted. I think we had a gig the night before, and our bodies were just, like, tired and weak. And the bus made this hard turn right as we're getting ready to approach the subway. And I'm, I'm like, holding on to my keyboard. And as the bus is turning hard, you know, I'm not holding on to anything on the bus. And as the bus is turning hard, I feel my keyboard starts to fall. I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I just grabbed my keyboard and started falling very slowly with it on the bus. And it's packed. You know, there's tons of people looking at this bizarre incident. And down I went on this red bus with my keyboard. Smashed. And I think the funniest and most pathetic part was I'm down there on the ground with my keyboard. Everyone's looking at me. But my sister is looking at me and she has this like, I'm trying really hard not to smile, but that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I felt really bad, but I just couldn't like that. That is great. That's a great story. That's a great story. And only a sister can give that look, you know. Yes, exactly. So now tell us about the song Fingers Crossed. Oh, that song. We wanted to write something fun and charming and meaningful at the same time. And we just sat down and the words sort of came out, you know, the first line, Abigail is 60 odd. That's from when we were in Ireland touring last summer, a couple in Ireland, she said that to us. She said, oh, I'm 60 odd and I'm not going to tell you the odd. Uh, and I guess she's like 60 something, you know? Right, right. So cute. But yeah, I think we were both kind of having a bad day that day and we really needed a little inspiration. And so we kind of wrote the song 
for us in that moment, like raise your glass and kick your heels, run into the ocean just to see how it feels, kiss yeah. your girlfriend and bet on love. You know, we were like, okay, let's go do it. Sort of like an anthem for your 20s, too, or even 30s, I guess, any age. But really, because it's like you're going through life and you're not really sure what's going to happen, but, you know, you just keep your fingers crossed and you do as much as you can. And hope for the exactly. best. Exactly. Yeah. We heard that today. We really like the song, so we're going to play that in just a little bit. But we want to know what's ahead for you guys. Well, we're gearing up to release the full-length album of Car Train Ship Plane to finish it, I think October. And we're trying to time that with um, a tour as well. And in the meantime, we've just been doing a lot of cover videos, you know, doing the whole YouTube thing, as well as doing our own little videos to originals. And that's been going pretty well. We just released a cover of Wide Awake, Katy Perry's song. And I guess one of her main writers, Bonnie McKee, she tweeted about the cover, and that really helped with the views as well. Oh, that's awesome. nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. We can't let you go on our sister show without asking you, what does sisterhood mean to each of you? I'll go first. Okay. And who is this? This is Kelly. I think sisterhood for me has been the ultimate of my life because you learn so many things having a sibling, especially someone that you work with. You learn sharing, caring, compassion. You learn how to not put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And it's also one of the most rewarding things because, in my humble opinion, being creative with someone is so much more exciting than being creative alone. You would agree. (laughs) I love this. This is like giving me little chills. (laughs) This is Camille. I think sisterhood, it's that very special and very rare relationship. You know, you're two women who support each other and understand each other. And it's a friendship bond like no other. And you are always there for each other. It's like that marriage where you never can get divorced and you both know that. (laughs) You just have, you know, as much fun as you can and you work at it. You know each other, I think, better than any other person in your life knows you. Whether it be your husband, boyfriend, brother, parent even. There's nothing like the way a sister knows you. Mm -hmm. And you have to be careful with that, too, because it's a privilege how well you know that person. You know, it's a very precious thing. That's so true, because it could be a weapon as well. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, this has just been so fun talking sisters with you guys. And we just want to wish you the best of luck with your music. And when your full album is out, we'd love to have you back on to talk about it. Great. And we'd love to catch up with you guys down the road. Perfect. Thank you so much you guys thanks for having us this was really fun thanks kelly thanks camille all right and we're gonna go to break with their new song fingers crossed you're listening to the mulberry lane show on the mighty 1290 abigail is 60 odd she likes her cup of tea takes her walks at four o'clock just following routine like you do like you do in her pocket but she never cashed them in saving up for when they said the world was gonna end like we do like we do Just to see how it feels Kiss your girlfriend Then I'm in love We are my 
Fingers crossed. That's Fingers Crossed by the band Carmina. We'll be right back with our sister Jamie. 